welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Today, we're going to talk about art, more specifically about painting. And today, I want to welcome Natasha Colon. Our guest today to talk about art and a beautiful project she's developing for kids and their parents. Natasha, welcome. Thank you, Johan. So I guess I'll talk a little bit more about Paper City Art Kids. I am all about right now. Uh, so Paper City Art Kids is a fun and paint for kids, families, and adults here in, in Holyoke. It's available here in Holyoke. But I am a pop-up shop where I take all of my materials needed and do paint parties, private one-on-one -on -one classes, and semi-private classes for adults and children all around the Pioneer Valley, really. That's how I started out right now. But I just recently got a location here in Holyoke, uh, which I'm super excited about. Um, it's on Ray Street, 92 Ray Street, and that's why I'll I'm hoping to uh, host most of my parties and classes and semi-private classes as well. So I'm super pumped about it. But basically what it is, is we take acrylic paint and the art instructor. So I teach you how to paint specific things. You, it's either of your choice or from my choices and we have different levels. So I'm a painter myself. I found myself after losing basketball through art and that was what struck everything and just started everything. It like just spark an interest in painting. And I started doing it by myself at home for fun as a coping mechanism, stress reliever. I just did it. I just did it and started painting. And um, my mom was super interested at first. She was like, oh my God, I love that. I'm going to hang that up at home. And I just started giving them away to her. And then eventually we just started running out of space. <laughs> And I just kept painting and painting, and I started paint selling them in Northampton, and I sold my first painting, and that was so exciting. I just kept going like that and just leaving it be, just using it as my coping mechanism and just painting. I focus a lot on scenery. It's very whimsical, but yet very realistic as well. So I do a lot of trees and a lot of scenes, like in the forest. And it all just comes from my head. It's very, I actually don't really look at a, a, an image or get an image from anyone and just paint that. It's really just my imagination going wild. And so I, I did that and I don't know, I honestly didn't even know that I was gonna get into this. I never thought about owning my own business or being a teacher in any way, sort of way. But I love kids and I've, always worked with kids my entire life from being a babysitter to basketball coach and currently I'm a mentor for the kids in our community and I just found myself doing activities with them with art and painting and they all love it and they see a huge interest in it and um, I just kept I ran, I ran with it So I'm like, all right, you want to paint? Let's let's go paint. Let's go do something. Oh, you want to draw? Okay, that's cool. I've done that too. Let me just teach you how to draw a cat. <laughs> you know, and um, I just always go back to, to art. 
and painting. And I was like, what, what am I gonna do right now? Like, I got this job. I could keep teaching these kids how to paint and use life skills like coping and communication, social, interpersonal, all these great skills that you can learn. And how am I teaching them? Just through art. So I was, I saw this, um, well, actually I met, he was a high school friend, more like acquaintance, and uh, he asked me to do a piece of art for him. And he mentioned the Holy Chamber of Commerce and the Spark Launch Program. And he was like, your artwork is beautiful, and uh, I love the piece that you created for me. And um, I was like, okay, this this Chamber of Commerce, what is that? <laughs> and uh, he just told me a little bit more about it. And I was like, not that interested. And I was like, eh, well, it's whatever. You know, I'm just going to keep doing my thing. And then someone else mentioned it to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to look into it. I looked into it. And I took the class, graduated on uh, May 2nd. And that's when it all hit me. I was like, I can totally have my own business. Like, this would be awesome to do this as a, as a living, as a passion, doing something I love, but having it be my income, having it be like my job, like who doesn't want to go to work and do what they love. And so I came up with the concept of a fun and paint instead of sip and paint <laughs> and uh, really wanted to focus on the kids in our community and have an outlet, a creative outlet. Yeah, you know, we, I am an athlete. But there's some kids out there that are not athletes and they need another outlet besides, okay, here's summer, go off and do some basketball camps, soccer camps, some sports camp. Maybe they're not into that. And what else can they be into? I'm not really sure, but why can't you give art a chance? You know, there's so many different, there's a whole broad of like art. And so I just ran with it and I was like, I can do this. And Let's just focus on the kids, find something else for them to do besides sports. Let's put art in the forefront of our community. And that's where it really just, I've been playing with it and like moving it around and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Like my goal is to get a storefront. Right now, my goal is to do some classes and, and parties at Gateway City Arts and then really focus on special needs and disabled kids. That's a huge focus of mine. I feel like they don't have much to do here in our community. And I'm, I'm sure that there's other programs out there and maybe I'm unaware of them, but I think that art, special needs kids, autistic kids would relate so well together and it would work hand in hand. And so that's my, my goal to work up to that, to working with special needs and disabled kids along with all the other kids in our community and families and adults. I remember when you received that recognition at the Volleyball Hall of Fame yeah. when the Spark program presented the most recent participants finishing the program and also giving the opportunity to show what are your ideas. And we got to know about your art program. Something that impacted me in the most positive way was to see your passion when you were pitching your project. And as consequence of that, how all the audience in attendance was so welcoming and eager to support Paper City Arcades immediately. Yeah. To the point that you took 
the jackpot on, on that uh, on that event. Yes. But most importantly, allowed people to know your idea. So how do you feel it has been ever since the response from the community that got the chance to know about Paper City Arcades? Oh, wow. Um, honestly, I feel like it was such a great response. Off of the winnings, I was able to really launch Paper City Art Kids. I was able to get my business cards. I was just a simple, simple stuff like that. Launch, like have the confidence to launch my Facebook the night before that pitch and be like, listen, guys, find me on Facebook and, and add me and like my page. Just as simple as that, the encouragement and just determination that I got just from giving that pitch. And then afterwards, it was even it was even more immense, and I'm still working with them, getting the help from an attorney, um, advertisement, just finding people like yourself that I can experience new things and build the business and tweak it here and there and see what works, what doesn't. Being able to get my own place at uh, Gateway City Arts, that was huge locating myself in Holyoke because the first time I registered my business was in Chicopee where I live and I was like no like I'm I'm so from Holyoke I'm like a Holyoke person like was raised here I want it in Holyoke I want it for the people of Holyoke and I was like I need to get in there I need to do something I need to find my way back into Holyoke and I'm like here all the time my parents still live here and my sister lives here and so I'm like I live in Chicopee, but I'm from Holyoke, <laughs> like no matter what anybody asked me. So I was like, I need to get a place here. And um, even from winning that, it was great. And becoming a, a, a chamber member and attending all the like uh, meet and greets and uh, networking, it's really been the best experience ever since then. It's just gone up and up and up and still doing what I need to do, still listening, taking criticism, taking the help, uh, listening to others, uh, attending workshops, doing everything I can. And and if I didn't go through the launch, um, Spark Launch program, I don't think that I would have been in this position where I have my own business and I started it and anything really. I would just probably still be painting at home and maybe selling, selling my paintings in Northampton, maybe. I don't even know. <laughs> So by starting selling your paintings, mm -hmm. it was somehow the beginning of that idea of this could be somehow a way to make an okay. income yeah. out of creating art. And not just because it has to be a business, because it's an Actually. after effect of feeling good creating your own pieces of art and then being lucky enough to have people willing, being willing to buy it. Yeah. How did you got involved with art? Wow. Um, I've always been an artist, but basketball, being an athlete came first. So I guess it really all started with basketball because I was an athlete all through my, even till college. And after college, I lost myself, but let's backtrack. So I've always taken art classes in high school, that was my interest. That was my extracurricular classes. All the time, it was always art, art, art. And then I played basketball as, as a t at the same time. Same in college. I played basketball, but I always ended up taking art classes. And I minored it in studio arts. So 
after college and I graduated in 2013 from Wheaton College in Norton, Massachusetts, I found myself back at home, not knowing what I was gonna do, trying to find a job, and I found several jobs. I've done everything, really, and I lost myself. I didn't know what I was, or what I was doing. And so I was like, wow, I lost basketball. What am I going to do now? And so I just, I was, I was losing myself. I was getting lost in, in all of like work and paying bills and be, being an adult and doing things on my own and being independent and, and doing things on my own without having to ask for help. And if asking for help, it was like, okay, I got the help, now I need to do it on my own still. Like, I learned, now I learn and move on, right? And so I was like, okay, I need to find something because I'm starting to become a very depressed person and unhappy, and I was like, all right, what am I gonna do? And I literally just went out one day and spent so much money on canvases, paints, <laughs> and just like was like, all right, here you go, I'm just gonna do it. And I was, I was just painting. And uh, I ended up painting this really nice uh, tree for my mom with like a moon in the background. And I was just like, all right, cool, all right. And I was like, oh my, look what I did. And she was like, oh my God, that's beautiful. And she hung it up and I was like, all right, cool. And I just found it like so relaxing and I lost myself in the music. I always paint while I play music. And most people are like, oh, what, what do you play? And that's oh, it's not like, it's not the music that you think it is. It's not like this mellow, like calming music. No, it's like rock and heavy metal. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that's what I listen to. And like, it made sense as to why my paintings started off black and white mm -hmm. with grayscales because I was just listening to that. And then also because I wasn't very happy at that moment. So I was trying to like let it all out in the paint and in the canvas and I just kept going I was like I like this this makes me feel good right and I just kept doing it and then I started experimenting I was like I, could, I think I can do better I think I can do something different and I just moved on from having more color in my paintings I still listen to rock and heavy metal <laughs> but it's more vibrant it's more happy and I feel like that reflects me now I'm more positive I'm more happy I'm more outgoing, and it's just, I found myself again. And I was like, wow, it didn't really have to be about basketball. Like, this is me too. Like, this has always been with me, but it's time to shine now. And yeah, that's how it really, really happened. That's how I got into painting to begin with and in the arts, like, now. <laughs> and now being the time to shine and mm -hmm. to thrive and find the way to keep evolving so now paper city art kits is that continuation i believe of your process and now is the work that you do not only being a creator of art but now also passing on to children how mm -hmm. to find their way expressing themselves through painting so how is a session how a painting party usually goes what people can expect from this experience well it's fun first off uh, i'm very bubbly and very happy and always smiling i really am always smiling and i find that 
My sessions start off with an introduction always, explaining what uh, painting is and what we're using. It's really like educational at first. And I'm tying a lot into books for the kids at least. The children aspect, I'm tying it into books and more educational, like numbers, shapes, colors, mixing colors, what color comes out of mixing uh, red and blue, you know? And just like it's an, very educational, but it's so fun because you're getting messy. <laughs> I mean, painting can be very messy. So I think that an, a session for the kids right now is just diving in and doing what's fun. So I, <laughs> a lot of the times I have like a sample of what we're working on. Uh, like recently it was um, bugs. It was like bugs off of little egg cartons. And I put little antennas and legs on them and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, so this is my sample of a ladybug. And I just painted it like a ladybug, red and black with the little face. And then I was like, okay, well then you, you paint your bug. It doesn't have to be like mine. So then they take the paint, they ask them what color they want, and obviously they always want like the weirdest colors that they want together, but you know, it is what it is, and they just create what they want. It's like, that's a bug, but what kind of bug is it? Mine's a ladybug, what's yours? They wanted to be a spider. Okay, we can have a four-legged spider, that's cool. Whatever you like, whatever color. And um, that's pretty much how it goes. I give them the, the freedom to create what they want to create. Even if I have a model of what it's supposed to look like, no, not really, because it's whatever you think a bug is supposed to look like. It's whatever you think a fish is supposed to look like. It's your freedom, your creativity. Use your imagination. It doesn't have to be like mine. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's unique. It's one of a kind. It's yours. And also that brings this appreciation of art as something abstract that mm. is so always open to interpretation so it doesn't really need to adhere to specific rules or aesthetic or anatomical shapes right. or structures so that's another perfect way to get children to understand that art is expressive that it doesn't need to be absolute or specific and it could be whatever you want it to be right and I think that that goes for adults as well. And I think that adults forget that it, it it is fun. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to look like mine. My artwork is different from yours. It is, your owl might have little floppy ears, not pointy ears. I don't know. But if that's how it comes out, that's how it comes out. It's it's beautiful no matter what. It's, it is, I think we, as adults, we want our kids to like do things, have certain expectations for them. And I don't think that that's okay to build that right on top of them and be like, this is how it goes, rule for rule, number by number, you know? Especially with art, it's allowing you to be creative. So just like my art, like a birch tree might not look like that, but that's how I created it, that's my birch tree. And some people like it and some people don't, and that's okay. But it's me, it's one of a kind, it's unique, it's creative. It's from my imagination. Right. What is the age range for mm. for the children that you work with? Right. Uh, so right now I'm working with the age range from 3 to 15. Uh, the activities that I have going on right now, uh, I go for family fun night every Sunday at Roham Park on Sargent Street. 
with Learn in Motion, we actually partner up together. And um, we have similar audiences, especially for the kids. And their age range for that activity is three to five. And I see a lot of three to five-year-olds. But I do work from a uh, larger scale for that. I've done um, some paint parties and classes for 13-year-olds um, and, and, and actually lower. So I'm working right now from three to 15. And obviously adults as well. But... Mm -hmm. That's the kids' age range. And um, I'm noticing that for three-year-olds, obviously they don't have much of the patience and <laughs> the attention span to like stay still and focus on something. So they're very quick on the goal like type of crafts. I just created this program that I, I'm really loving right now. It's um, Reuse, Recycle, Create. And so I'm taking um, all donations of like egg cartons, um, finished toilet paper rolls, finished paper towel rolls, um, plastic bottle caps, anything like that, cardboard, to create art. So the bugs that I created this past weekend were from egg cartons. And I just cut them all up and put little antennas on them with um, pipe cleaners. And there's your bug. And then I, I'm planning on doing some race cars out of uh, toilet paper rolls which is, <laughs> the sample looks really awesome. I like it. It's cool. It's different. But we're recycling. We're reusing. We're creating. And that's the whole point of this program is to take uh, donations from anywhere, anyone. And that's what I'm doing right now is taking those donations and creating art so it's, it's affordable. You know, It's not going to be the same price as what my paint parties or private classes or semi-private classes is going to be. It's going to be a more affordable um, program. Like you said, you want to have your business located in Holyoke mm -hmm. because you feel it's the right thing to do right. being from Holyoke and wanting to stay connected with the community. Mm -hmm. So that also says so much of how much you want to give back and keep engaged with, yes. with the local community and allowing especially kids from different areas and different situations, especially when it comes to have access to activities to be able to participate regardless of their, their situation. Yeah. And there is another aspect that I feel is a powerful tool that you are doing and says so much about your character and your values, because partnering up with another emerging business like Learning Motion. First of all, you both are graduated from the Spark Entrepreneurial Program. Yes. You both presented your projects at the same time. <laughs> yes. And seeing how each of you are supporting each other and partnering in order to provide your own services to essentially the same target audience just for the benefit of those families to have their kids to learn sports. And then if sports may not be the main interest for them at all, or some of them at times, then to explore painting. Yeah. That is not only a really intelligent and smart strategy for a business model, but also an amazing way to support each other as business, as community members, and as friends. And I believe that is one thing that shows in your work, 
in that families that work with both of you have experience directly? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I mean, I'm so happy. Like, their whole characters, like, they're just awesome people. I'm so happy to be working with them and, and being friends with them outside of even business, um, just hanging out and sharing ideas, bouncing ideas off each other. And honestly, I take it all in because they have so much knowledge that they, I don't even know if they realize how much they have helped me talk to certain people, uh, look at certain places. We both went together to go see uh, our locations right now at Gateway City Arts together. And um, it's just great support. And um, they support me and what I do and they help me and um, they're letting me, like they're helping me and they're, they're guiding me too while they're, they're building their own business, which is, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, and I don't know how much I can thank them, but I always thank them all the time, every time I see them. And it's great to have that friendship now, too, because we, we definitely hang out and, and talk outside of doing our business, outside of those events and activities. So that it is a really amazing feeling, and it's, it's so nice to have people out there like that that are, are willing to help and want to be part of the community together. So for families and people interested on mm -hmm. getting their children or being part of this painting parties, yeah. how can they get to contact you? So first way is Facebook. Right now I am trying to blow up Facebook with uh, all of Paper City Art Kids Fun and Paint stuff. So mainly Facebook, um, my Facebook page. You can search me on, on the search bar at Paper City Art Kids, uh, all separate words, or You can search at um, facebook.com backslash Paper City Art Kids. Um, so that's one way. You can always email me as well. And it's all one word, papercityartkids at gmail.com. Always, you can call me. Uh, it'll be on Facebook. I'm hoping to launch my own website soon. Um, it's in the works. I'm trying to figure out exactly what I want and what I want it to look like. But I do not have that yet. But right now, it's mainly Facebook. And, of course, all this information is available on the posting of this story in our website, radioplasma.com. And as soon as the website becomes available, that will be included. This is one addition to the possibilities and options for families and children to do, to create, to have fun, and to learn thanks mm -hmm. to these activities. Learning and having fun sometimes is seen as something separate and it's not. It shouldn't be like that. So having Natasha creating this beautiful program is not only a great idea. It is an opportunity that all children should experience at least once. And is there any plans or ideas or even dreams that you have of Paper City Arkids for the future? Oh my God, yeah, definitely. Wow, my biggest one, I'll, I'll start with the shooting of the star one. Uh, that one is uh, getting my own storefront location in Holyoke. That's my biggest dream, my biggest goal. But I guess we'll, we'll backtrack and talk about my little goals. Oh, it's definitely getting Uh, some paint parties classes and semi-private classes 
at Gateway City Arts, which is at 92 Ray Street. Uh, I'm on the second floor. Um, and then really getting into the schools, starting enrichment programming, libraries, after-school clubs, uh, programs. Yeah, building that. And then I think the other one is continuing to have, like, events, constant events. Um, right now I have quite a few coming up. I also partnered up with uh, Parks and Recreation, and uh, I'll be having some events coming up as well. Uh, I think the first one is... I got a little paper, guys. At Pulaski Park, July 24th, from 1 to 3. And then from there on, I'll be once a week until August 15th. The days change. So on Facebook, if you stay tuned, uh, message me or you just look on Facebook on Paper City Art Kids page. I will be detailing all of the times and dates and locations for those upcoming events that I have for the Parks and Recreation and as well as the Beat the Streets and any other ones that come up as well, definitely. Anything else you would like to add? Um, I'm really big into this whole recycle, reuse, create program. So if I can have any donations, either um, let me know and I can come pick them up or donate them, put them in a box with Paper City Art Kids on them at 92 Ray Street. Uh, that would be amazing. I also have a GoFundMe page that's going right now, which I can say the link right now, but probably hard to follow, but I can tell, definitely tell you guys, www.gofundme.com backslash paper dash city dash art dash kids. Wow, that was long. Uh, but yeah, that's my GoFundMe page. And definitely look forward to the events every Sunday um, at Rohan Park for Family Fun Night. We will definitely be there. So, I mean, I think that Paper City Art Kids is a great business for the Holyoke youth and our community overall. So please show your support. If you have attended one of my events, please rate my page. Please write a comment. Keep spreading the word. It's available. Let's uh, put art in the forefront of our community. It is a beautiful experience to get to see the passion that you put on, your, on the presentation of your project. The project itself being so magically beautiful. And also to get to talk to you and to keep expanding this, this conversation about what you're doing and the passion you put on it. And also knowing how much we are co-workers. This is interesting. We are working on side projects, but at the same time, we are also working for the same agency that provides services that are connected with the wellness yeah. of the people we work for. I know that it, it was kind of crazy coming here and seeing where I was and being like, wow, I didn't know this was available and like learning a little bit more about what you do and me telling you more about what I do. And it's crazy how what I'm doing now impacts what I'm doing as a business. That's interesting. And it's going to continue to grow. And I'm going to use it for my uh, own career, my own job right now. And I'm also going to use it for my own business and what I do with the kids. So, Natasha, thank you so much for sharing, sharing your time, your energy, and... Congratulations and on all the success you have been getting with Paper City Art Kids since the moment you started your pitch at the Volleyball Hall of Fame and just wishing you the biggest success possible. Thank you so much, Johan. Thank you. 
So this is Natasha Colon, the mastermind behind Paper City Art Kids, a project that is local, felt and designed for the community in the city of Holyoke. And yeah, go visit Natasha's project on her Facebook page and get to know a little bit more about it. And if you have kids, give yourself the chance to get them experience it. If you know someone who has kids, share it. Art is always a good investment. With this, we conclude this session today that was produced at the Plasma Mila Lab here at the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.